The MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get a $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DGen Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Ty, how the hell are you? Hey, what's up, man? I am doing good. Uh, had a really good week. Uh, last week went... I gave out quite a few plays, which sometimes burns me. Uh, but this week, uh, week three of MLS, I killed it. I know we just talked about it, but I went 16-6-5 on plays. Um, not really a big person when it comes to, you know, talking about my record. Um, well, when you you're know, 30 and 10 in the last two weeks, I think you need to. <laughs> I know. And to be honest, it's stressful at the beginning of the season um, because, you know, you don't really know how teams are going to look. I think week one um, hurt me pretty bad. I, I basically went 500 and then I really buckled down and I said, you know what? I'm not just going to go with um, historical trends. I'm going to go with how these teams look right now. And that's been uh, that that's worked out for me. How have you been, man? Uh, I know uh, things have been busy for you. Yeah, real busy. Um, been busy with March Madness, um, that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, writing for SGPN. It got me, uh, you know, killing it, working for them, some underdog plays and whatnot. But we are here for soccer, and I went nine, eight, and two for plus two and a half hey. units last week. Still profitable, still plus three weeks in a row, and a lot of those plus money plays I gave out saved me, um, especially the St. Louis City uh, oh, you know, yeah. draw no bet and team total over. Hit that. Hit a couple other plus monies. Couple, couple of the favorites let me down, um, but we're still in the green. Uh, both of us are killing it, and if you are not playing these plays, you are doing something wrong. Yeah, man. Who who do you have winning uh, your March Madness bracket? Um, I haven't honestly. I, I have not gone that far. I've been in, deep into round one, still digging through it. Uh, I, I, really, I, I do like ahead. Alabama, um, yeah. but I, you know what? I think it's Gonzaga again. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number three seed. I mean, I'm a. I went to the University of Texas, uh, so I am a Texas Longhorn through and through. Um, I think we have a good shot at making it to the final four. I'm a little stressed about how, how we'll look when it comes to winning the whole thing, uh, especially because we got to go through Houston, but Houston has some injury problems. So I don't even know if Houston will make it to the point where they play Texas. I like, uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard a lot of Gonzaga talk recently, but that's an interesting take. I like Bama. Um, I also like, I really like Kansas. I don't know. I think this field is wide open. I do like, I do like Bama. I also like maybe Houston. Uh, but like you said, man, we're we're not here to talk basketball. Just wanted to, to hear what you had to say. I know you're a, an avid college basketball writer, um, and I'm sure next time we we talk, it'll be uh, the end of the round of Sweet 16. Um, but let's get started, man. We got the Seattle Sounders hosting LAFC on Saturday, uh, March 18th. Sa Sounders plus 120 favorites, LAFC plus 215 underdogs. Uh, the drop plus... 255 over under split two and a half to three leaning more towards a pick them roughly man i what i believe to be the top three teams in mls this is going to be a, a great match saturday afternoon i love how they have it um separated uh for the rest of the night games first game of the afternoon you know i thought seattle was going to nick a goal against uh, cincinnati they had their chances for sure cincinnati got that late red card and i thought for sure we were going to see both teams to score um you know, LAFC has looked extremely dominant as well. Um, however, I think Seattle at home right now have looked like the best team in MLS. Um, this will be a good road test for LAFC. Um, Seattle are actually underperforming in their expected goals and expected goals against categories. I like the over two and a half at minus 140, but I also like the Sounders draw no bet. Um, at uh, Right now it's at about minus 155. I would still take that. Yeah, um, you know, I I like it. You know, I, on this game, I'm focused more on the total. You know, Seattle lost, yeah. you know, one zip. Obviously, you said that. But, you know, 12 shots on goal, but only one on target. You got to be able to convert some of that. You know, it's yeah. who cares if you're shooting the ball. You got to, 
you gotta get close. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a lot of wasted chances that I've seen from Seattle and that's not going to be, um, you know, up to snuff when they're, you're, you know, taking on this LAFC team. Um, that's why I really like the over two and a half here. Um, I think, you know, LA is going to do their part. Um, and with Seattle at home, I think, you know, they might be able to sneak one by, um, but you got to remember, you know, LAFC could just dominate this team and totally blow them out. They had 18 shots on goal. They had a brace from Dennis Buanga, eight corners. Um, yeah, New England played two weaker teams, but the fact they got steamrolled is, you know, still a little surprising to me because, you know, I thought they would put up a better effort um, yep. against against them. Um, but I do like, you know, the total in this game. I, I can for sure see goals. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised both teams to score are over two and a half. Honestly, if you want to take maybe like a both teams to score and over three, I don't think that's sure. that bad of a play. Um, but yeah, man, that should be a, a really fun one. Heading into the night slate, though, we got Atlanta United hosting the Portland Timbers. Atlanta is minus 130 favorites. Uh, the Timbers plus 350, draw plus 290, over-unders at three, leaning more towards the under. Who, uh, who are you thinking in the Atlanta-Portland game? Um, I really like Atlanta here. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, I mean, I'm that's... sorry. Um, I pulled the wrong thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So I really like Atlanta here. Um, Portland lost uh, Christian Paredes to a non-contact injury um, during the game last week. Um, his club replacement, Evander, you know, big club signing, uh, got subbed out like right away after he got put in. He didn't start, and then he got subbed out right away because of injury concerns from like earlier in the week. Um, so I'm not sure what Portland's doing out there. Uh, but this is the best start to a season for Atlanta. They got a seven out of possible nine points. Um, and you could tell how prepared they were last week. They saw Charlotte's weak points and totally attacked them and were really prepared. Um, and it came across well in the game. Um, that's why they got the 3-0 victory, um, especially because they just stink. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Charlotte just stinks. I mean, um, but yeah, Portland falling to St. Louis City was not a good look. I did call it. If you didn't watch last week's show, you missed out because I gave out the draw, no bet, and team total on St. Louis City. So you would have smashed on that. But Portland is just getting rolled over. Um, they got beat up bad by uh, LAFC. Uh, like I just said, St. Louis. And I can definitely see Atlanta team total going over here and their money line. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I think that St. Louis match against Portland was absolutely wild. I don't know if Portland's uh, St. Louis is ever going to be figured out, but what a, what a, jumpstart to an MLS career for St. Louis. The, uh, yeah, the Evander injury was interesting. You know, I looked at the lineup and he wasn't in it and I was kind of confused and it, it makes right. sense with the injury concerns. <laughs> uh, that's a little worrisome for Portland and now they got to travel to Atlanta. Uh, it, you know, Atlanta looked extremely dominant against Charlotte. I, I know in that match, I took, uh, Atlanta, uh, on the money line. I also took over two and a half and both of those pretty much cashed in the first half. Uh, that proved to be enough, you know, for all three points. It's scary to think that Atlanta, uh, even with Almada on the score sheet, can find uh, ways to win. And uh, these two teams have not seen over two and a half in their last six meetings. So I think this one will be a little closer. Um, I do like Atlanta on the money line right now at minus 130. Um, I would say lock that in because it's probably going to creep up towards minus 140, minus 150 For as sure. we get closer to the match. Uh, I also like a underplay. I like under 3.25 at minus 150. Um, I'm a big proponent of MLS of taking goals and taking goals often. However, like what happened to me in week one, I got burned on taking quite a few overs and a lot of unders cashed. So if you're selective in your unders, you can definitely make some money. Uh, and I like under 3.25. Uh, I think Atlanta wins two nothing. Uh, like next it. up, yeah, man, it's 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 a little nerve wracking. Um, but I don't. I think Atlanta gets up early, maybe one, maybe two goals. Uh, in the first 60 minutes. And I just don't think Portland without Evander uh, on the road is, is going to do much. Do you know uh, if Evander's playing? Because I know they pulled him for injury concerns, but he wasn't really injured. I don't know, man. Like, that's... Check in, check in with the our social media during the rest of the week. We'll update you guys on yeah. your status. Uh, honestly, he's a he's a playmaker. He's similar to Almada. Uh, if he plays, I think that helps Portland's chances of scoring a goal significantly. Right. But I don't think Portland gets two goals in Atlanta. So um, we have next up a, a battle of uh, last year's uh, two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. However, Montreal hosts the Union this year. Uh, 
Montreal plus 150 favorites, plus 175 for the Union, plus 250 is the draw. Over-unders at 2.75, leaning more towards the under. Uh, this one is perplexing. Perplexing because Montreal has not won a game, yet they're favored against probably a top three team in MLS. Right? It's it's right. crazy. They're 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 Montreal's back home, first time this season. They've lost three straight. Uh, Montreal have also yet to score, and they welcome the top team uh, in the Union. Even though the Union um, just barely sneaked in a a one nothing win against the Fire, uh, they were kind of disappointing. You know, if not for that red card in the second half and a ninety minute goal, it right. would have been a great result for Chicago. So um, it's going to be hard not to bet the Union every single match this season. And the Montreal has not beaten the Union in any of the last six meetings, but all six have seen both teams to score. Um, I think Montreal are going to look like a team that will struggle offensively all season. So I'm um, disregarding that both teams to score stat. I'm taking the Union draw no bet right now at even money, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I'm also taking our favorite play, uh, the Union team total at uh we're gonna get it again yeah. plus 135 <laughs> it's gonna, gonna happen it yeah it's gonna happen what i do see that's concerning for me in this one is montreal um playing stagnant and uh you know trying to play possession ball and union get a goal and then it's a one nothing victory for the union but i will say i'll, this. I'll take that I will say this union is going to go on a run of team total over one and a half. It's going to be like at Atlanta from two years ago or like an Ajax. It's going to happen. And you're going to want to be on that. You're going to want to be on that train. So make sure you pay attention because once it gets to like two, three games in a row, I feel like you're going to be like, oh, this is happening. And I'm, I'm, that's why I said, I'm going to slam it every single week. Um, exactly. And hopefully I don't lose all my money, but um you know, Montreal continues to disappoint. I am upset in myself for taking them as my team for the year. I really believed in uh, what Wilfred Nancy did there uh, last year, and I can't believe the fall off that they've had um, from, you know, just now, I mean, the first few, few games. Um, you know, I thought Philly would blow out Chicago. They escaped with the 1-0 win, like you said, of uh, you know, with a red card, and then their keeper, uh, Andre Blake, got injured. Um, so I think that's going to be a problem, uh, you know, short term, I think they're, you know, could have some concerns with like winning games and, but I, I, you know, the offense is still strong. So that would be my only concern. I think Montreal at home can get a goal here. Um, I think it's what it would be their first one of the year. Yeah. Yep. The first one of the year. Um, uh, I think they'll get that at home. Um, but you know, that's because of the Philadelphia goalie injury, you know what I mean? Uh, Philly needs to start landing some of these shots. Um, they had 14 uh, last week, three on target, uh, 11 the week before, four on target, 14 in week one, five on target. Um, it, you know, Philly's offense is pounding the ball, but they need to start, you know, delivering on some of those. And it's just yeah. really frustrating that they haven't. Uh, I do believe in Philly. I do believe in what they're capable of. And I am with Ty on this and uh, and writing the team total and whatnot. So. All right, let's go, Union. Next up is the Red Bulls hosting the Columbus Crew. Uh, Red Bulls, minus 120 favorites. Crew, plus 330 for the underdog. Draw, plus 260. Uh, Over-unders at 2.25, leading more towards the over. Uh, I'll let you start with this one, Jacob. Sure. Uh, neither of these teams have been performing great. Uh, I don't think you should read too much into Columbus's uh, uh, loss to DC United. Um I'm sorry, Columbus's win to DC United. I wouldn't read too much into that. DC United stinks. So because they had a 2-0 victory, um, you know, I, I'm not putting too much credit in that to say that they're going to be able to take down, uh, you know, some better teams. Uh, New York Red Bull are without a clean sheet in the last four matches. Columbus Crew are also without a clean sheet in the last six matches. And both teams have scored five out of the last six for them. So going back to last year. So with New York Red Bull at home, they have given up a couple goals this year. Columbus has scored a couple. I think we have a chance for like a 1-1 draw in this game. Um, you know, Columbus did recover from the terrible start to the season, the 4-1 loss to Philly. Um, that got us all biting on Philly <laughs> You're going forward. Um, you know, when they won the next game, he gave a little faith in what Columbus can do. Um, but with them on the road here, I don't see them taking down New York Red Bulls, but I can't see them getting a goal. So I am on both teams to score yes in this game and looking for something like a one, one draw. Yeah, no, that's a good, a good play. The draw plus two sixty might be something to, to take as well. I mean, yeah, like you said, both teams are coming off nice come from behind draws on the road. 
Uh, the Red Bulls scored their first goal of the season against Minnesota United. Looked a lot more threatening uh, than their previous two matches. Columbus was on the front foot against Toronto. They had 17 shots, only four on target. Uh, some both teams have scored stats. Curd five of the last six. Total has gone over four of the last six as well. You know, I think this match is a lot closer to a pick than the books will, will lead you to believe. So I like that 1-1 draw that you just mentioned. Um, I, the Red Bulls have shown nothing offensively that makes me think they're going to win other than it being at home for them. Sure. Um, you know, the Red Bulls are obviously getting that hometown discount uh, and some favoritism from the books. Uh, you know, Columbus, I don't really know what to make of them either. You know, they lost 4-1 in Philly. Um, I, I think, obviously, Philly is a lot better than the Red Bulls right now. I, I just don't think until these teams, you know, score more than one goal in a match, uh, I have to stick to that low scoring. Sure, um, absolutely. So, so I'm rolling with uh, I'm rolling with under two and a half, uh, which is you know terrifying at minus one thirty. But another fun little play because Columbus is known to draw a lot, and we called them the drawbacks all last season. I'm taking the Columbus Crew double chance at uh, plus one hundred five right now. I think that's a, a good value play, and you know if they hit that one one, both teams to score, you win, and I also win uh, with that. So sure, yeah. uh, you know I actually got one more play for this game. Yeah, let's hear take it. a look at it. It's not an official play, um, but New York Red Bull has scored first in their last six matches, um, and with Columbus's weak offense. Um, you know, we might see a chance for them to get a goal, you know, something I don't, you know, I, if you can take a look at um, some books do have like, um, like first 30 minutes, you might be able to take a look at no goal in the first 30 minutes, something like that. And then afterwards, I would take a look at Red Bull to score first. Um, just because of what I said, the um, offense is weak from Columbus, New York Red Bull at home. I can definitely see a, like a one Oh early kind of lead there. So, yeah, exactly. No, I think that's, that's really strong too. Um, the crew very well could, you know, they might not score. So I'm either hoping for uh, maybe a zero zero, but if, if someone does score, I think it may, may be the Red Bulls first. Um, Next up, we got the revolution of new England hosting Nashville FC uh, revolution plus plus one thirty. Nashville plus 215, the draw plus 240, over-unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the under. So I started, you know, writing this up, uh, some notes before the revolution got smacked in L.A. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, ha they haven't allowed a goal uh, prior to that uh, debacle against LAFC, but they were playing Houston and Charlotte. So I don't know if that's much to, to say uh, in regards to the Revs 2-0 start. Um, both teams, uh, I think, you know, Houston and Charlotte that they played are expected to finish near the bottom. A win is a win, though. Uh, Nashville has looked apart. They have yet to allow a goal while also winning both of their home matches 2-0. Uh, this may be a bit less challenging of a road test than traveling to face the Red Bulls, which Nashville did, but the Revs have looked impressive thus far outside of that LAFC game. Um, you know, these teams have met four times, and they've all seen under two and a half. Uh, one time they've seen both teams score and two of the four have finished zero zero. Uh, so neither team though, has seen both teams to score this season. I expect that trend to continue. Uh, but my favorite play of the match is Nashville draw no bet at plus plus one thirty. I think that's a great value play for a team that is, is kicking on all cylinders. And I don't, I don't trust the revolution to have the same performance against Nashville that they did against two superior, I'm sorry, suboptimal teams in Houston and Charlotte. Sure. Um, you know, I New England got burned so bad last week. Um, you know, it really made me, you know, change how I felt about them. You know, yeah, they had two good wins, but like you said, it was against Houston and Charlotte. And what have we just said about Charlotte, how terrible they are. I would read more into Nashville's wins. Montreal should be playing better than they are. Um, so I do like their 2-0 win there. Holding the Red Bull to a 0-0 draw is a good look. And, you know, scoring 2-1 NYC, uh, NYCFC uh, is, you know, really something that I, I like to take a look at. Uh, I don't think Nashville can sustain these shutouts, though. And with New England at home, I'm looking for them to get on the board here. Um, yeah, so that's what I like. You know, I, I didn't like the fact that New England got burned so bad by Dennis Buonga, uh, but he could be the MVP this year. So, um, you know, don't worry too much about that, but um, I see goals in this game. Uh, at least okay. at least both teams to score here at minus one twenty eight. There you go. I like it. I actually wrote down both teams to score no at uh, plus one hundred, but we'll see. Uh, it's good to. Well, you it's can't good to always have some... agree. Right? Yeah, 
we wouldn't do those podcasts if we always agreed. We gotta start. We gotta start keeping track of that. You know, on these uh, uh, rubber match games. Or, yeah, yeah. What, you know, what, who's the who's really the champion here? There you go. <laughs> yeah, disregard all stats and just go off of like when we when we disagree. That's how we should judge each other. Uh, next up is New York City FC against DC United. Uh, New York City minus one sixty five favorites. DC United plus four twenty. The draw plus three twenty. Over under is at two point seven five, leaning more towards the over. And New York City is heavily favored in this one. Uh, not as heavily favored as you know. I think some LAFC matches will be, but still minus one sixty five. What do you think in this one? I love them. Uh, this is one of my favorite plays of the week. All right. Um, I know it's a little steep at one sixty five, but minus one is even. Uh, I really like the fact that NYC uh, took down Inter last week. Inter Miami, we were saying, um, you know, last week we were saying how much they were like one of the best teams in the league. They were playing great. Um, but that NYC has a great defense and held Miami to just six shots, three on target. Um, an own goal from Inter uh, was actually the only reason why they, they, they won, but I'll take it. You know what I mean? Uh, because their defense was able to hold them. Uh, you know, Inter has been scoring, and I like the fact that they were able to shut them down. Uh, there are some streaks in this that I want to take a look at. Uh, DC United are without a clean sheet in 11 games. Both teams to score in seven out of the last eight and first to concede in four out of the last five. So I really like NYCFC to score first here. Um, I don't like, you know, honestly, it's not an official play, but I think DC United can get shut out. I think we could see an NYC clean sheet here. Uh, these two teams have faced each other 19 times. New York City have 10 wins. DC United have six and three ended in a draw. Uh, while DC United put up three goals in Toronto, um, I'm not reading too much into that. It was the first game. They were at home. Um, while they've been pounding the ball, um, in DC United have. They've had 16 shots on goal, 15 shots on goal. Um, you know, it's a lot. And you see more here than in, in MLS than other leagues across the world. And it's just mind-boggling the amount of shots these guys take and that we have not seen the goals from them um yeah. so um yeah i really like nyc here um to score first and uh to win the game yeah man i i think new york city do, does win i'm skeptical to take them on the the money line just because the price and to be honest new york city has looked uh, abysmal offensively their most recent game against miami came from an own goal so they technically right. have only scored one goal in three matches uh dc have shown they can score four goals uh in three games but all four of those have come at home their only road loss to columbus was two nothing new york city fc has yet to see over two and a half while dc has only hit it once uh, New York City has won four of the last six meetings between these two and have scored at least a goal in all six. So the home team is too heavily favored. Um, I like New York City money line and under four and a half match goals. I, I don't that. think we I don't think we hit five goals. Um, my only concern is is if for some reason DC United puts up a valiant effort and it's, you know, two, two, one, one. And, you know, but I guess if you were playing the money line anyways on New York City FC, you would lose that bet as well. So uh, to get kind of closer to even money, I like New York City on the money line and that actually play is, that with them. That actually is even money. NYC FC and under four and a half is even. Take it. Lock that Honestly, shit in. If you wanted to, a little, a little reverse ladder action, if you want to take under three and a half, it's plus 150. Uh, that's, a, that's a big jump. You know it's, what I mean? And, it you know, is. I mean, why not? Of, it's not under until it's over. But if you're seeing, you know, low scoring games for both these teams, you want to get some plus money action in there. Um, it's we're, we're taking a shot, even if you want to split up a unit and do like half on the three and a half, half on the four and a half. Um, you know, take a little there risk. You go. Yeah. Par parlay that money line and under four and a half with New York City FC with uh, the union team total over one and a half. That's yeah. a nice little Got nice little, to get the biscuit, right? <laughs> a nice little plus, probably plus over plus 200 play there. Uh, Orlando City hosts terrible Charlotte right now. Uh, Orlando City plus 105 favorites. Charlotte FC plus 255 as the underdogs to draw plus 250 over under even at uh, two and a half as a pick them. Um, you know, Orlando City had the lead in DC, gave it up late to finish level. Their most disappointing result thus far. Uh, they did beat the Red Bulls and they drew Cincinnati at home. Um, Charlotte have lost all three of its matches this season, including two home games. They've only managed to score one goal that was on the road in St. Louis. Um, in the only two matches these teams have played, Orlando City won 2-1. Two, Charlotte have lost their last four dating back to last season. Um, I mean, Orlando City at 
plus money at home is, I think, a great bet. I don't want to think too much about this match just because Charlotte is so bad. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not sold on Orlando City just blowing them out. But I do think Orlando City will have enough. And at home, I'm surprised they're at even money. Or, uh, you know, it says plus 105. I assume as we get closer to Saturday, that's going to come down to, to plus 100 uh, or even a minus 110. So I would lock that in. I don't know if if Charlotte score. Um, so I'm taking the money line. I'm also taking under 2.75 at minus 130. I think this is a, a classic uh, 2-0 game for, for Orlando. Sure. Um, just so you know, if you did parlay Philly team total over one and a half with the NYCFC and under four and a half, it's plus 372. I mean, lock that shit in. All right? Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I'm playing that. Play it. Play it. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So I, um, Charlotte had high hopes for this season, but have honestly, they've gotten worse in each <laughs> each game they've yeah, played. Yeah, right. Uh, they really have. Uh, I think Orlando City really has a chance here at home to take them down. Uh, we saw them, uh, you know, on the road get a, a goal against DC United, and I think DC United is a better team than Charlotte, so I think I can see them producing here because of that. Um, what we got? I think we see a low-scoring game here, like you said. Neither team have proved themselves on offense. And expected goals, these teams are terrible. Orlando actually ranks 27th in expected goals, while Charlotte is 14. Uh, shots on target, Orlando is 27th, Charlotte's 22nd. Uh, so these teams just do not convert chances. Um, even if they have you know a ton of corners and whatnot, just these set pieces and whatnot that they have, they do not have the skill set to be able to deliver. Uh, especially Charlotte on the road, I do not believe in that. Uh, you know, we saw them get beat up 3-1 by St. Louis City uh, away. Uh, I think we see something similar to that here. Uh, I do like taking a look at Orlando City and under four and a half. That's plus 140. Dang. Right? Like, that, where, are these, like, be... where are these coming from? Like, I, 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 I just don't see it. You know what I mean? I understand that Charlotte has given up goals, but they only gave up, they gave up four goals one time. And I think one of those was an own goal. So if you pull that away, I don't see Orlando City putting up four goals here. Um, so uh, I would take a yeah. look at the plus money play at 140. Hey, maybe uh, to to cover your cover yourself, parlay that one with the union as well, and just don't worry. Uh, hopefully the union come through for us this week, and then you have two plays that you can kind of ride through with uh, those under four and a halfs. I I also did while you were talking there, Jacob. I did the under three and a half for New York City FC, and it boosted it up to like 470. Um, I think, or maybe, yeah, 470 or 490 uh, on the money line, or sorry, on the parlay line. Sure. Um, I got to say, side note, last night in hockey, hit a plus 750 parlay. It was like ooh. nine legs. I had another one that was 15 legs, missed it because Tampa Bay didn't score two goals. Uh, I mean, give up two goals, but it's, it's a side note. Nine legs is stressful. I'd be pissed. I, I've done a couple of, of you know, Lots of legs, and uh, I tend to lose on, like, the third or fourth one. Well, I'm going to start I... putting together some – I mean, you know, I've been hitting more plus-money plays in MLS than I have in quite some time, um, you know, because, you know, part of the reason we're here is, you know, entertainment and not just giving out winners, and, you know, it can be boring sometimes. So it's okay to take a risk. It just needs to be a calculated risk um, and, you know, being able to control your bankroll and all those kind of things. But I am going to start putting together some, you know, kind of wild – soccer parlays we see them for basketball all the time same game parlays and whatnot um i think it's time mls got got some of their own too yeah you need to get a shirt with that saying you just just said uh winning is boring and <laughs> uh and then uh maybe have like a, an x like a red x through it i like it just because like it's it. like wait so do you do you not like winning or <laughs> do you like winning. Like, what is it? Yeah, uh, it. All right. So yeah. Toronto uh, hosting Inter-Miami. Toronto plus 105 favorites. Inter-Miami plus 245 for the underdogs. Plus 270 is the draw. Over-unders at 2.75, leaning more towards the over. And I've backed Toronto every week thus far. Uh, and all three weeks have failed me. So <laughs> I'm going down a different path this week. Um, two straight draws for Toronto. They've scored in every match. They've also allowed a goal in every match. Miami just lost their first match after winning their first two matches 2 nothing. We'll give them credit. Uh, it was a one nothing loss to New York City on the road. It's not a bad loss. Miami has won four of the last, uh, sorry, five of the last six meetings between these clubs and have scored in all six. Four of the six have gone over two and a half. Toronto have been disappointing. I I really liked them heading into the season. I thought Bob Bradley was going to turn it around. They got Michael Bradley still there. Uh, the insignia injury hurts, but they do have Bernadeschi still. Um, 
I, Toronto very well could win this match and make me look like an idiot. Obviously, the one time I don't back mm-hmm. them. Um, I you think that's, both, what the, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's hundred percent. Both teams to score right now is at minus one sixty five. I think that's a decent decent number. Uh, but I'm taking uh, Inter Miami double chance. Toronto uh, right now minus one twenty five for the double chance. Toronto has not proven to me that they can win. Uh, until they do, I'm sticking away. I- I'm betting whatever I can against Toronto until they make me look like a fool because they've made me look like a fool for three weeks thus far, and uh, I need something to change. Sure. Uh, you know, Inter-Miami Inter- were really on like a brilliant run to start the season. And, you know, yeah. they going back to last year, they haven't conceded a goal in the last five matches um, uh, until last week. Um, they had 57% possession. Um, but it's one of those things they only had three shots on target and two corner kicks. That's not going to be enough to, you know, take down the big boys in the league. So um, Inter in the fourth spot with six points from three matches. Um, one thing that I like here that I touched on last week is their team total for cards under four and a half cards has hit in six out of the last seven. Um, and I think in this Toronto game, um, if they can get an early knee, uh, lead and kind of play, you know, keep away and shut things down. Uh, I don't see too many cards from the Inter side. Uh, Inter have won the last five meetings. Toronto have not kept a clean sheet in all six. And Inter have also opened scoring in the last six meetings. So I would take a look at that. Um, but I do like uh, like a, at least a 1-1 here. So I, I think with Toronto at home, and they've scored in every game so far, Inter on the road, uh, you look for Toronto to at least get on the board here. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And Toronto, please, if you're listening, Bob Bradley, Michael Bradley, um, please don't. Please don't put up like three goals against it. You know, they're listening. Yeah, of course they're listening. This is the number one MLS show in the world. It is. And I know Bernadette wakes up and this is the first podcast that he thinks about listening to. And he's wondering why hasn't it come out this week? And I said, Bernadette, man, why don't you, uh, why don't you massage Insigne's uh, groin rather (laughs) than fucking worry about me? Uh, No, there's a, there's a little joke for y'all. Not really a joke, but uh, let's, uh, let's, you know what? Let's take a quick break to hear from some of our terrific sponsors. WinBet is the official online sports books of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and uh, tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. Service conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we also have our March Madness contest. The DGEN Dance and our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we got a first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Jacob, we are back. I think we got about six matches left to cap for this weekend. Uh, We we go to Chicago, where Chicago Fire hosts FC Cincinnati. Fire plus 150 favorites plus 175 for Cincinnati draw plus 245 over under is at 2.75 leaning more towards the under Jacob I will uh, hand it off to you to run through your plays for this match sure um you know Cincinnati I I, I was disappointed that they lost 0-0 away to Orlando City just because I, I had higher hopes for Cincinnati um but they are in third and I see them you know picking up the scoring especially against this Chicago team um, who has allowed a goal in every game so far this year. Um, but they've also scored in two out of three. Um, yeah, I believe so. They started off against New England at home, right? Yeah. You do who is not that? have a... Oh, there you go. Okay. Your audio is out. 
but yeah, so Cincinnati, um, you know, I, I, I like what I've seen. They're taking a lot of shots. They're being able to produce some from some set pieces. I like the fact that they took down the Sounders last week at home. Um, you big know, win. Yes, big win. You called that too. Uh, I was on the other side, but you, uh, I will say I called that one. But uh, yeah, hey. they won They won one zip against Seattle, which I think is uh, is really impressive for them. And against the Chicago team, I definitely see them getting on the board. Um, I kind of like Cincinnati team total over one and a half here. Uh, and I also like um, them on draw no bet. Yeah, I, you know, thank you for giving me credit, but uh, unfortunately, I did pick Seattle, not Cincinnati. Oh, uh, I, I did you not say Cincinnati on the show? I said, mm, I, uh, well, I'm pretty sure. That. I... Yeah, I mean, hey, give me some, give me some credit that maybe I said something. Uh, but hey, you know, either way, um. It was a great game. I honestly thought both. I think I think my official play was both teams to score. Uh, it was also, you, your official play uh, over two and a half and both teams to score. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that doesn't happen. Um, but uh, yeah, this one, you know, the home squad will be very disappointed. The fire, you know, they go to Union, they get a red card. You knew you knew the Union were going to score. Um, I think that would have been a great result had they been able to draw the Union. Um, the fire has looked at at least formidable. Uh, this season, Cincinnati survived a scare at home after a red card scrambled to maintain that lead. Um, you know, terrific win. Both teams to score and over two and a half goals have been scored in the last three meetings between these two. Uh, but prior to that, neither have occurred. I think the fire can present many problems to teams um, by their stifling their offensive threat. Cincinnati, even with Vasquez and Brenner up top, they just haven't looked like the team offensive firepower that I thought they had. I thought they were maybe going to match similar to what the Union do week in and week out, but they just haven't thus far. Um, I do think Cincinnati can win this one. Uh, I, I like them at plus money right now. It's plus one hundred two, which is just a, such such a dumb number. Like on just the draw make no it, bet. Yeah, on the draw no bet. Like just make it even money. I don't need right. that. that <laughs> plus. I know people will probably get on me about saying you know like oh no every little number counts. Why, what, but like, what, why is it plus 102, right? Like, it's just, I, I don't know. Um, I also like under three. Uh, I think the fire, you know, very well could, uh, could maybe nick a goal here, but, uh, I think Cincinnati does win it. And, uh, under three at minus 140 is also my play. All right, man. We uh, go like it, to, yeah. that's great. Oh, I said, yeah. I found it. You were on, you were on Seattle double chance. Oh, that's right. And the and since and Cincinnati got a red card, yeah. Seattle couldn't they couldn't get it done, but they were next close. Time. Next one. next time. Yeah. All right, we got the FC Dallas hosting Sporting Kansas City. Uh, FC Dallas minus one ten, Sporting Kansas City plus two eighty five, plus two seventy is a draw. Over unders at two point five, leaning more towards the over. Um, I, I'm actually not on a side in this one. Uh, I'm on the uh, the totals and uh, both teams to score. Dallas is going to be really frustrating. You know, they scored against Vancouver early only to give up a goal uh, from Paul Areola's own goal. Dallas has played a mixed bag of games. They've won, they've lost, they've drawn to start the 2023 campaign. Sporting Kansas City, I, I feel bad for the folks in Kansas City. You know, they, they have not found a goal after three games. They had 30 shots and 11 on target against LAX. 30 LAX. shots. 30, 30 shots. shots. 30 <laughs> shots. Um, that's... That's they had yeah. more on they had more shots on target than most teams took this week. I think they might have more shots just in general from that one game than some teams have had all season. Oh, 100 uh, that, percent Absolutely. That'd be a good that'd be a good stat to look at. Um, you know, I like I do believe Dallas is going to win. I like even more that both teams find the back of the net. I know Sporting Kansas City has not scored. They have the highest expected goal number of any team in the league at 2.38, and they've still not scored. That's going to change eventually. They're going to break out, right? So I I just I, I like Dallas at home. I don't sure. want to bet them just because I think Sporting Kansas City can score and will score eventually. Um, I know both teams to score at minus 140 is looking very promising. I also really like the over two and a half. You know, I think once Kansas City finds a goal, they very well could find three or four right. in the same game. Right. Um, so I'm taking both teams to score. I'm also taking over two and a half. If you want to parlay them, feel free to, but I'm not. I'm just going to take them straight up. Sure. You know, uh, Kansas City had some injury concerns coming into the season, and they are getting healthier. And I think we're going to continue to see them, you know, continue to produce and get healthier. 
Uh, Dallas gives up a lot of shots. Uh, if you take a look, they've given up more than 10 in each game so far. And against the Sporting KC team, who we just said took 30 shots last week, uh, that could be a serious issue for them. And I think, you know, Kansas City wants to get on the board. I can believe their coaches are on their ass. Uh, you, you guys just took 30 shots and couldn't get one by. Um, so, you know, I really like what we're seeing from Kansas City. Their corners are also producing. They had nine corners last week. And because both of these teams pound the net, I know Dallas has taken a lot of shots too. Um, I, I do like the both teams to score yes in this. Um, but my last play is going to be on Kansas City draw no bet plus 188 for okay. the reason, the fact that they did take so many shots. And if they get going, I think they're going to pour it on. So that is why I'm going to take a chance on that. Because remember, it's okay if you lose some of your bets when you have plus money bets at almost two to one. So it's not about your number record. It's about the amount you win. Uh, Honestly, it took me a long time to learn as a sports better that it's not who cares if you hit 65% or or whatever. If you're negative 30 units, who cares? Um, I could be 40% in something and up 25 units. So uh, just keep that kind of stuff in mind. And I think too, what's important to no, know, that's a great point, especially like people get consumed with, oh, I went 10, 10 and 0 or 10 and 1 on plays yesterday. Well, if every single play that you take is plus 220, you know, like, great, you're up one to two units. Maybe minus 220. Minus two, what did I say? Plus 220? Yeah. That'd be great. Well, you're up, you'd be yeah, you'd be up a lot, of, a lot of units, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, the, I do, we got you. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I someone could go, you know, probably 30 and 0 on minus 300 plays sure. and think that they're the best better in the world. But, um, you know, I think it's also important to just stay consistent, right? Like keep your unit size where it's at. Uh, if you're confident, you know, dabble with a, a little bit higher of a unit size that you're placing uh, or, you know, what Jacob and I have talked about with uh, maybe some, some totals, uh, some team totals um, stack them. If you're confident, I typically, I, I tip, I know you stack them occasionally, Jacob. I don't, I just haven't really gotten into it. I'm a big kind of parlay man with the, the over one and a half and under one and a half. So that's sure. worked out for me. Um, but yeah, I think staying consistent is really important. And, uh, yeah, man, the next, the next match, I have a lot to say, so I will let you go first, but it's the Houston Dynamo plus 140, Austin FC plus 185, the draw plus 255, over-unders at 2.75, leaning more towards the over. Sure, both the Houston games were played away, uh, but Dynamo are coming home for the first, yeah, for the first time this year. Um, they've been getting beat up bad. Uh, they got beat by Cincinnati 2-1, New England 3-0, and seeing, you know, what's happened to those teams makes Houston look that much worse uh austin does show up for these games i know you know that this is your team uh but they do play well against houston uh and they have been playing well lately they won 2-1 last week against real salt lake they took down a montreal impact team uh and they beat st louis city in preseason i believe too um but austin gives up way too many corners that's going to get them in trouble uh especially for better teams uh after a uh oh um, the other thing that concerns me about this game houston had a bye so they have a bye coming into a home match gives them a lot of time to prepare because of that i can see them getting on the board um they have already this year austin light has been scoring too so i do like the both teams to score yes here uh but you know this is your team uh i'm gonna let you dig into them and uh let us know what you think yeah i got a lot to say um yeah houston coming off a bye um, they've lost both their games, but they've both been on the road. This is going to be a big game for in-state uh, rivals, Austin FC and Houston. Obviously, there's FC Dallas as well. So it's kind of the trifecta of three teams in Texas. Um, yeah, man, I was actually at CONCACAF uh, Champions League last night match. Oh, uh, what? Austin. How would you yeah. not tell me you were going to that? Well, it was kind of impromptu. Um, and uh, yeah, I was I was super excited. So to kind of fill everyone in, Champions League, same similar to how UEFA Champions League is, uh, except it's the Concacaf's version. You know, you take probably the I think it's the top three, maybe four teams in the Western Conference and three or four in the Eastern Conference. It could be could be three in each. Uh, I'd have to look that up. But uh, Austin FC went down to I believe it was the Dominican Republic to play Violet last week had a real weird squad. It looked like they thought that they were going to steamroll uh, Violette with, you know, some, some backups and some, uh, some players that don't really see the first team a lot. They got steamrolled themselves, yeah. lost three, nothing to Violette. Uh, very disappointing. So, 
you know, I was like, man, should I go to this? I don't know. Like, it's not an MLS game. I don't know if I want to watch them. But then I thought, you know, we're down three, nothing coming back home against a team that I believe five to seven players couldn't get into the country because of visa problems. And I think three or four of them were, uh, starters for Violet. So Violet had to do some weird roster transformation with uh, getting players from the United States that I think were in their farm system. I'm not exactly sure how all of that works, but suited up. I should have <laughs> for Violet. Honestly, they had three subs, Jacob. They had three <laughs> subs. Uh, they had, they had total of like six members of like coaching staff and subs on their sidelines. It was a wild scene. Anyways, we knew that we had to score three goals or four to advance uh, three goals. We would have gone into extra time. Zero, zero first half. Uh, very disappointing. Uh, I, it was a great game to go to because we were just on fire offensively. We just couldn't find the back of the net. We get two goals in the second half. It's two, nothing. Um, I think about 75th minute, and as when we get our second goal, I'd have to look at the times, but we just couldn't get that third one, man. It was so, so frustrating. Um, a lot of, a lot of bullshit kind of occurred, uh, with, you know, some VAR and there was like three VAR checks, which mm-hmm. is insane. Um, and then obviously Violet knew what they were doing, went down every time they got touched. Um, so yeah, tough way to go out. But in terms of MLS, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I, I'll keep it s- simple and sweet. Um, dating back to last season, Houston has seen over two and a half. They've lost their last three matches, conceded at least two goals in their last three. Austin's won four of the previous five. All of those matches have gone over two and a half. Uh, and four out of five see both teams to score. I like over two and a half at minus 145 right now. I'm also sticking with Austin uh, Toronto bet at plus 110. The only concern I see in this game is uh, Austin FC have had to play, uh, what would that be, three games now? This will be like their fourth days. game in, in about 10, 12 days, uh, whereas Houston have been off, haven't played a game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who the lineup is for Austin FC. We put out basically our starting lineup last night, which I was thrilled. I thought for sure we were going to see some interesting lineup change. We also played with three center backs, uh, which was also an interesting yeah, I read something formation. about that. I didn't I didn't even understand it's because, what they were saying, but I read something about it. Yeah. It's, because, it's because we were going for the win. I mean, we didn't need four center backs against a team that had three subs. Obviously, it didn't work out. Um, we should have won that game. I mean, we did win, but we should have advanced. So I will stop there and uh, continue on to the next game because we got a couple more games to go. All right, we got St. Louis City SC, the team of 2023 thus far. San Jose Earthquakes, plus 295 for the underdogs, plus 265 is the draw. Over-unders at 2.75, leaning more towards the under ever so slightly. Uh, so in this one, probably the best start, you know, St. Louis could have asked for. Uh, they're three and zero. They got two road victories. It's actually, the against... best start ever for uh, a new team. A, a new new team. Yeah. There you go. And they beat Austin and Portland on the road. Um, the Charlotte win looks okay. I mean, Charlotte's not very good, uh, but I'll give them credit where credit is due. Um, you know, San Jose has picked up back to back home wins against Colorado and Vancouver. Uh, they were a stoppage time you know, away at Atlanta from being three and zero on the season. People don't probably remember they were up one, nothing before Atlanta scored two goals after the 90th minute to win two two one. Um, St. Louis games have averaged at least four goals. Both teams have scored in all three. San Jose has seen over two and a half and two of three. Uh, the outlier being that game against Colorado who can't score. Uh, St. Louis is overperforming their expected goals and San Jose's underperforming. Um, I do like both teams to score in this one at minus 155. I also like over two and a half at minus 145. Love it. Um, you know, like you said, St. Louis City FC is a red hot uh, 3-0 on the season. Um, you know, you said you don't read too much into the Charlotte victory, but I actually do because it wasn't a 2-1 victory. It was a 3-1 victory, and I see a little bit more. Um, the other thing that I, I just I got to mention what is the deal with all the own goals in MLS this season so far? Like every other game has an own goal and it. it is just ridiculous. You don't see that in European leagues like ever. Uh, and it just kind of, just kind of like, well, that's MLS. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, you know, cause that honestly, that has helped St. Louis in, in some occasions to some of these own goals. I think they've had two own goals from other teams so far this year. Uh, but this game to me has goals written all over it. Uh, San Jose has produced better this year, uh, taking down Colorado and Vancouver at home. Uh, you know, like you said, not the greatest teams. 
Um, but then they were at home. But I think they keep that momentum going. Taking on the road against St. Louis City is still a new team. They're still adjusting, still learning. The one thing I really like about St. Louis, though, is if you watch their games, they capitalize on the chances that they get. Yes, they caught a few breaks, but they're dominating opponents in set chain and uh, set pieces and, and, and corners and whatnot. And I think that's what's really helping them deliver uh, these wins. Uh, the other thing that uh, San Jose uh, has been doing that I really like uh, and reason why I see them getting on board and a lot of goals here, uh, lots of shots on goal, 13, 20, and 10. Uh, I know that they weren't all on target, but they're pounding the ball. They're taking chances. Um, I like that. Uh, what I really like here isn't over two and a half. I like over three. I like over four. I like both teams to score. Yes. Um, I see something like maybe like a two, two final. Uh, and so, um, you know, I, St. Louis city, uh, while I want to say that they're going to keep winning, um, I'm not sure it would be great to see them. I mean, they're at home again, so it's a total possibility. Uh, and at minus 110 of what they're doing, it m- might be worth a shot. I would look at that maybe more as a live bet. Uh, you might pay a little bit more juice in the game, but I want to see how they're doing at home against a, a fast-paced team like San Jose. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I like for this game. Um, this is probably going to be my one ladder total. For the week. There you go. I, I do like it. I think goals can can be scored. Um, we've seen St. Louis put up. Uh, I don't know where those goals are coming from, but they figured it out. And, uh, you know, I think they're they're only going to gel and mesh more as the season goes on. I do think teams will somewhat figure them out, but uh, right now they're, they're red hot, and I can't blame anyone for betting them. And betting this game uh, over is 100%. Uh, what you should do. The next one is we got two more left. We got the Rapids hosting Minnesota United plus 110 for the Rapids plus 245 for United plus 255 is the draw over unders at two and a half leaning more towards the over uh, Colorado has yet to score this season and they were a bit lucky to pick up a draw against Sporting Kansas City who we know has the highest expected goal totals of anyone in MLS. Um, Minnesota picked up a draw at home against the Red Bulls after going in front uh, after the Red Bulls went in front. Um, or excuse me, I believe Minnesota went in front first. They also won on the road in their opener, beating Dallas. Uh, like I said last week, I have no idea when or how Colorado will score this season. Without Reynoso for Minnesota, uh, I am a little concerned for them long term. Their attack looks a bit sluggish, but still, still better than Colorado. Uh, Minnesota United has seen under two and a half in six of the last seven. Colorado has won four of the last six, though. And the over has hit in five of the last six, while both teams to score has occurred five of the last six. All of that being said, though, this Colorado team leads me to believe that they will not score. The wrong team is favored. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota double chance at minus. Uh, what do we got right now? Minus 135, I believe. I would even honestly take them. Draw no bet at plus 150. Um, earlier in the week, I took the under three. It was at minus 150. Now it's at minus 170. Uh, but if that creeps down to minus 150, I think the value is still there to take that. So uh, I would say take that and expect Colorado not to score again. Sure. Um, I'm sorry. What what line do you have for Minnesota? Draw no bet. Minnesota plus 150. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you said something else. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Uh, this was a really messed up game to start with because of the snow on the field. I don't know if you know the issues that they had uh, at the game. Couldn't clear the field. Had one guy with a snowblower who was wearing shorts, just to mention, a very Minnesota thing to do. Uh, but, yeah, they couldn't keep the snow off the field. And for the first half of the game, it was terrible. And, you know, luckily nobody got injured. You know, that's a real possibility when you're making soccer players play in the snow. Uh well, other cool thing about this game, I don't know if you saw the Minnesota jerseys, the Northern Lights kit. You might have to cool. you might have to get one of those. Uh, but when it comes to the game, uh, I do like the under here because you know, like you said, I don't see where Colorado is scoring. They're really missing Diego Rubio. He had 16 goals last season, um, and he is still out for them. Uh, so I think that's you know one of their biggest problems. One of their team leaders has not been playing. Um, so yeah, definitely look at Minnesota Stars draw no bet at plus 150. Honestly, I might just take a shot on the straight money line on this. Uh, plus 245, um, you know, two and a half to 100%. one almost. It's worth it. If, if you don't think Colorado is going to score, uh, it's definitely worth a shot. Um, depending on where you play too, you can also get like a double chance in under. So you can get like uh, Minnesota or draw in under four and a half. Uh, and, you know, that's a pretty good line. Um, that's minus 195. If you wanted to do Minnesota draw in under three and a half, it's plus 140. Honestly. That's draw Minnesota and under three and a half for plus 140. That's a great line. It's a extremely great line plus money. I'm surprised it went from 
uh, minus one ninety five or whatever to plus well, there's money. There's no but... way five goals are getting scored in this game. <laughs> yeah, why. no, there's absolutely no way. No way. Of course, we say that Colorado puts up three spot. Um, hopefully not. I will be okay, Jacob. If if Colorado puts up three goals against Minnesota United, I will buy a listener who calls me out on Twitter uh, a MLS T-shirt of their of their choosing. Colorado right. score three goals. So hold heard, me to it. Hold me to it. And oh, uh, witness. Yeah. Okay. And if anyone calls me out and it doesn't happen, uh, someone has to buy me a T-shirt of my choosing. All and right. I will call you out. Not you, Jacob, but someone. Someone. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone you out. I'm going to call you out. You're going to buy me a T-shirt. <laughs> All right. Excluding I'm Jacob. Excluded. Yeah, I know, Excluding I know. Jacob, because <laughs> I know he wants a T-shirt real bad. No. Uh, all right. Let's go to the final game of this weekend slate. LA Galaxy hosting the Whitecaps. Galaxy minus 145 favorites, plus 370 for the Whitecaps. Draw plus 310 over unders at three, leading more towards the under. Jacob, who are you thinking in this one, man? uh la galaxy uh they were red hot uh last week i'm sorry my dogs are going nuts uh, um they uh the zero zero draw last week was really disappointing versus galaxy uh i mean uh versus kansas city uh but they had 11 shots on goal um vancouver still stinks and only got the draw because of an own goal from dallas uh and because of that i think uh you know galaxy is really going to be able to take a, a a step forward here uh, at home and put down this Dallas team who has lost already to San Jose um, and I believe Real Salt Lake. Um, the Whitecaps, um, you know, they have gotten on board in every game so far, so it was, wasn't was too terrible. So I would look at some goals in this game, uh, but Galaxy should finally get it done at home. Um, so a couple plays I like here. Uh, Galaxy team total over one and a half. It's a little steep, minus 160. And I also like Galaxy under four and a half to plus 115. I could see like a 3-1 final here. So it's going to be close, um, but uh, you might want to take a look at that. Uh, and yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's what I think I like. Uh, I'm sorry if that was a little confusing and all over the place. Recording a podcast with dogs. It happens, but you guys got the plays. That's what's important. There you go. No, my official play is LA Galaxy money line under four and a half, just because it's plus money. I think the safest bet, though, is to take Galaxy on the money line at minus 145. I don't think that's that bad of a bet, uh, to be honest. Vancouver has shown that they can score. I just think the Galaxy come home for their home opener um, and, and get it done. They did allow 30 shots from Sporting Kansas City, which is extremely concerning. I don't think the Whitecaps have as much firepower as Sporting Kansas City, but does Sporting Kansas City really even have that firepower, given that they haven't scored a goal? I don't know. Um, they're extremely lucky to pick up that point against Kansas City. Uh, the Galaxy have seen over two and a half, 12 of their last 15. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the total has has only failed to go under two and a half um, in one time when these two teams have met. Uh, given that the Galaxy has struggled, I think goals will be difficult to come from. I know you said you like goals. I'd be I'd be willing to take the under. I mean, I'm already taking Galaxy money line and under four and a half match goals right now. If you take the under three and a half, it's plus one seventy. I I don't hate that. Plus one seventy is not a bad bet. Uh, but I'll probably uh, while I do like the parlay with the under four and a half, I'll, I'll probably take that one and I'll take the money line just to be safe. Uh, in case some for some reason Galaxy win like three two, which would be also insane, uh, like Colorado scoring or Sporting Kansas City not scoring. But man, that does it for week four of the MLS Gambling Podcast. Man, I am feeling good about this season. I I've really enjoyed uh, watching these games. Um, you know the uh, Apple TV season pass, whatever that shit is. Uh, they need to figure it out. Um, once again, we are taking commercial breaks while there's six games going on in like the 30th minute. Um, you know, there's it, actually an option for them to cancel that. To cancel what? The MLS pass on Apple. There's a when clause in the contract that if like it doesn't perform, that they can cancel it and take it off. Well, I think it's perf- like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think so. The season pass isn't bad. Like watching every like game it. isn't bad. It's the 365 where we have four commentators who right. do absolutely nothing but talk about how many goals they think are going to be scored across every game on the night. And then we go to commercial break and you see a Wendy's commercial and you're like, I want to, there's six games going on. How do we not have this figured out that let's take commercial breaks at the 45, 45 minute, or maybe if there's one game going on and nothing's happening, you need to take a quick commercial. I get that. But when six games are happening, there's absolutely no reason uh, that we should be uh, taking a commercial break, even have the, the screen 
come down in the corner while you have a commercial, right? Like it's, it, it blows my mind. Um, no one's going to listen. I know you're on mute, Jacob, but I know you agree with me. Uh, it's probably because of your yeah. dogs. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm, I'm so excited for this week. I think it's going to be another big week. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, we're also on YouTube. Uh, check us out. Jacob and I are on Twitter. Jacob's at Pick Management. I am at TRODS1019. Uh, I also have a a uh, unique Twitter account as well called at Soccer DGen. Go ahead and check that out if you want. If not, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> it's uh, that's the most degen answer ever, right? It really is. Honestly, I am a degenerate when it comes to soccer gambling. But uh, we also have our own Twitter at MLS SGPN. And uh, Jacob, yeah, wouldn't you? Well, why don't you mind telling the folks kind of what we got going on with uh, yeah, YouTube, we got big TikTok? Uh, yeah, we have guests. our yeah our TikTok. Uh, we'll have individual plays and some bonus stuff on there. It is uh, at MLS Gambling Podcast on TikTok. Uh, check me out to uh, tomorrow on the SGPN Premier League Soccer Podcast. That's right. uh, I'm going to be on that tomorrow. Uh, keep an eye out for all of my March Madness college basketball previews on uh, SGPN. Uh, I'm at Pick Management on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, next week, we will have Rafael Esparza, writer for Doc Sports, uh, entertainment odds maker for my bookie seen on ESPN and Fox Sports and everything else you can imagine. Uh, and the week after that, we have Alan Bell from CBS Sportsline coming on. Uh, so we got some uh, big name guys. We are, uh, you know, looking to expand and doing big things here at the MLS Gambling Podcast uh, by Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, we're working on doing some giveaways and some stuff like that. So follow us on Twitter and TikTok. Keep your notifications on. And uh, yeah, that is it for us this week. All right, man. Let's ride. Cat big.